0: Blog Talk Radio. In a world where everyone is a social media guru, there is one lodestone, one brightest point in the sky, one true north. Uh, We have no idea where that is, but we've been here every Tuesday since August 2008, bringing you the absolute best and brightest guests from the world of social media and internet marketing. Welcome to Social Media Edge Radio. And now it's time to get this show on the commode. Here's your host, Ken Cook, and co-host Mike Mueller. And when we don't have the greatest guest in the world, you get us.
1: (laughs) Good morning, Mike Mueller. Good morning, or if you're listening uh, via iTunes or something like that, FM. uh, By the way, I saw our show on uh, .fm, but if you're listening later, Good afternoon or good night or whenever
0: <laughs> or just good. Ah, uh, yeah. Welcome to Vituperation Corner where I've been uh, unloading all of my angst on the gracious Mike Mueller who has been listening and just kind of laughing at me. But uh that's what we do. <laughs> we call it therapy. You might call it a podcast. Uh, and hopefully during our therapy session, you will gain some insight uh, that we've learned uh, many times the hard way. Uh, I would say I've learned a lot the hard way,
1: Mike. Well, that's that's why you do the things you do, so that you do learn every time you make a mistake. Hopefully, you learn. That's
0: yeah, the hard way, well, unless you do it again,
1: which I've been known to do that as
0: well. <laughs> mm. Oh, but yeah. Yeah, like the intro said, we've been here every Tuesday. Actually, we've been here every Tuesday. We just haven't been on the air podcast, whatever you want to call it, every Tuesday. Uh, Since 2008, Mm -hmm. we talk about things that are relevant to social media and online marketing, which includes blogging, um, things that you might not recognize as social media, which are Facebook. I I was having a conversation with someone the other day, and they were talking about how they they don't really get the whole social media thing uh and they're not why they're not really sure exactly what it is and this person posts on Facebook like 35 times a day
1: <laughs> But I don't know what that is. Uh,
0: yeah, I don't know what that social media thing is. Hey, you know when when we first came on I said uh good morning. And you immediately caught that. And You said, "Well, you know, if you're listening later on uh, iTunes or Mm-hmm. Whatever you're, you know, it may not be morning. So, yeah. see, I made a, mis- I made another mistake, Mike.
1: You didn't make a mistake. You, okay. I mean, in real time, we are. Uh, it is morning for both of us. It is.
0: Yes. But that's what we're going to talk about a little bit today, and I think it is important. Um, and I, I think this was actually fired up by a show we did either last week or week before, where we were talking about. Um, making content that that lasts and it works and um, those things. And Mike brought up something that I I don't normally think about, uh, and and that's email. He's going to talk a little bit about that today so I can learn um, while Mike talks. But uh, one of the things that I like to think about when I'm creating content for other people is, Mm -hmm. am I mentioning a season? Did I say something about the Super Bowl or the World Series or heaven forbid the election How yeah. is that going to translate uh in fact mike you, you mentioned that last week you we were having a show and you said something about uh, and here i can date this show too because last week you mentioned something about if we mentioned the election last week then people would always know when the show was wrong so we've ruined two shows with the election um But I like to think about those things when I'm writing for people that have hired me to write, Mm -hmm. because I think it's important if somebody is visiting your website, you know, for me, if I read the first three or four paragraphs and I'm, you know, sitting on the beach with a uh, mojito in 110 degree weather and somebody says the cold air today has got my toes, uh, you know, hurting. I'm thinking. Well, right. This might not might not be the article to write today. Is there a psychological thing there, Mike, that's really important that that you know of?
1: Well, you know, I, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna also toss out there where we should talk about today. In that way back when I decided to just do a test and I removed the date from my website, so all of my blog posts had no date on them. And that really, I think, messed up a whole lot. But going back to the psychological thing, because that's exactly what I was playing with in doing that, because I wanted people, you know, I got a, a, a good amount of Google juice, so a lot of traffic comes from Google, and it, it doesn't go straight to my homepage. It never goes to, straight to my homepage, and it goes, mm-hmm. you know, deep inside to a particular post, and those posts are weren't the freshest posts sometimes a lot of times they were older posts and so that talking about that psycho- psychological kind of thing i well you know what i i do tend to not write evergreen um for me personally for clients and for specific things i do want them to and we do talk about writing in an evergreen kind of way so that like if it is the summer or if it's a beautiful, you know, winter day, you're not actually talking about clam chowder and snuggling in the blankets when it's 110 (laughs) degrees out. Hopefully. Or when your reader is, you know, sitting there with 110 degrees out.
0: Yeah. And of course we're talking about writing for profit. Now we're talking about writing to market your business or, 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 uh, you know, keep your, um, services known. And if you're blogging, if you're we used to call it way back, we called it your, your life log, uh, or, or live, whatever, there were other words for it. And, and then back life then, journal. you know, life journal. Yeah. You, uh, you know, that's okay. If it's your diary and you're putting it online, that's one thing. But if you're writing for your business, uh, I found over the years that it is important, uh, for people psychologically to have them feel like you're speaking those words right now. And I'll, I'll I'll take you way way back to back 1996 or 7. Um I created an online community for a church organization. And I thought I was being really slick, so instead of putting the date of the post just at the top of the page, I just had today's date. Well, someone read something on there that they knew had happened like eight months ago, but it had today's date on it. Um, I learned a lesson that day. They weren't necessarily kind. In uh, in fact, they accused me of uh, maybe fabricating things because of the date. Uh, So there is a psychology
1: there. There's no doubt.
0: I don't have the numbers. You, You ever done any studies on it or is it just kind of proving your feelings?
1: I, I think it's just, uh, for me, It's I, I've never done any data work as far as that goes. I think it's all, uh, for me, just proving and, and, and playing with uh, different things. Because, you know, like we said at the top of the show, uh, we make a lot of mistakes. And as it turned out, I think I made a lot of mistakes taking the dates off. and or I, I mean, it was a global thing, take the date off of my website. So every <laughs> single post didn't have a date. I just did it. Mm-hmm. And... That came really to fruition when people were leaving comments. And, you know, I write a lot about social media. And, for instance, like the Facebook timeline was going to change. And this, of course, a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And the timeline did change. And I had screenshots. And I had all that. And then the timeline changed again. And then the timeline changed probably again again and again. And then people were coming back to that post. And, hey, wait a second. This is like, you know... This is like Facebook of days gone by old stuff. What is this? (laughs) And they were actually leaving, you know, they they felt kind of betrayed by Google in that way. You know, or or really, ultimately, it was betrayed by me because, you know, Google sent them, but they left a nasty comment on my site because of it.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I actually have a similar thing that happens over on – On um, YouTube about a year and a half ago, two years ago, I did a Mm -hmm. uh, video on how to stop automated payments on, on PayPal. We call them subscriptions as we're called automated payments there uh, because it's something that was a little difficult to find. And I knew a lot of people had that, that uh, problem. Well, that, that first video had, I don't know, maybe 60 or 70,000 hits uh, and it's got huge Google juice. So I didn't want to take it down but you can't edit the video content itself on YouTube. So I created another YouTube and I just put a big, huge box over the other one that says, this is old, go there. Because if you read the comments, (laughs) they started getting nasty as it got farther down the line. Uh, For the same reason you say, because the whole website had changed. Well, believe it or not, PayPal has changed it again. So on uh, January of this year, I had to do yet another one. So I've got three videos out there that mm-hmm. all have good traction in Google. Um, but the first two point to the third one. Is that, I mean, what else could I do, Mike?
1: You know, that's that's pretty much all that you can do. And YouTube isn't doing you any favors in hiding the date as far as that goes, YouTube makes the date of when you put that up originally kind of hard to find. It's mm-hmm. you know, it's it's not front and center anymore. But I think you did, uh, you know, given the 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 rules you're playing by as far as that goes, I think you did an OK job in. Uh, you know, here's the you know, if you're on the first post, here's the second poster, here's the most recent post. You're going back and updating, and that's that's an incredible thing, and that's great. Um, it's kind of hard to say what's going to happen in the future, um, <laughs> but, you know, theoretically, I mean, if you're dealing with something like that and you know it's coming, you could mention it. Hey, if there's an update, look in the description right here, and I'll have a link to the newest one. Mm-hmm. You could do something Wouldn't... like that and be a little bit proactive, but, yeah, you did fine. Yeah.
0: Well, the the good thing is if you do a search on uh, Google for how to stop automatic payments on PayPal, my videos come up in the top, and you'll see that one was published on June the 7th, 2012. One was published on November 18th, 2015, and the other one was posted on January 12th, 2016. But you only see that in Google. Like Mike said, if you go to the site, you you don't see it. So that's that's just one idea of uh, of something that's happened to me um, where. I, it, I needed for people to be able to follow through and the only way I could do it was was to correct it that way. But that's really not exactly right. what we're talking about today, but things did change. You can't make evergreen content about somebody else's product is uh, kind of where I'm getting to. So um, one of the things that I brought up a couple of weeks ago is I have a client who is a uh, uh, natural medicine person and he loves mm-hmm. to talk about the seasons, And he will even say uh, something about the weather this morning when he got up. And right. I've tried so hard to stop him from doing that, that I, I can't. And if he's listening, he knows this, we've had this conversation many times. <laughs> uh, so I decided to just let him go ahead and do things his way. Just do it exactly the way you want to. Now, he sends me an audio file. Mm-hmm. And it's just like somebody having a conversation. So what I do is I just take the meat out of that. I edit it out. I use a professional uh, voiceover and, and music background from a third party to intro into that. Um, but but I do want to caution people that are listening. If you're writing about something that needs to be um, what's the word contemporary or or valid today. Uh, you really need to think about those things when you're creating the content, or at least when you're publishing
1: the content. Yeah, I was I was going to say you you actually mentioned in the previous show that uh, essentially uh, I guess the same person would create the content, and then you would go back and you would edit it and take out oh you can't say that, and we don't want to say this because both of those are seasonal. And so Mm -hmm. we're going to reword it and and do that. But all that happened before it got published.
0: That's correct. So the question is, are there times when it is important or I won't say it important, but less important to sanitize things from that? For example, if if you're writing about – if you're a, a catering company. And you want to write about mm-hmm. graduation season? How about that example, Mike?
1: Yeah, well, all of those, and really, um, you know, you brought up a good, a good example in that, you know, Thanksgiving is coming, and if you're a catering company or or what have you, and you're looking to book office parties, or you're looking to maybe you, you know, I think we talked about earlier, we talked about. Um, somebody who is working the the local SEO aspect, and they wanted you know deliveries to, re, to be local for whatever their food product was. And all of that kind of stuff, yeah, that is. You can't really make it evergreen in particular, and you don't want to. You want to really be ahead of the season, so you should have a calendar and you should start ramping up your stuff. And, hey, you know what? Christmas is coming. We're booking out fast. We're a catering company. If you've got an office party, you know, here's kind of thing. And, of course, January 1st, all that stuff's dead. But you get, you know, and it's a blog in that particular case. Or it's going out from your blog to different social media aspects, and that's great. I think that's you need that, but you need to be ahead of the game. You need to have a calendar.
0: Which is, uh, and thank you for teeing that ball up on a very high tee for me um, because I brought this up in a past show, is something I call predictive content. We know every year when Thanksgiving's coming. We know every year when Easter's coming. We know every year when the Fourth of July is coming. Uh, We know every year when the community pool is going to open. Uh, We know every year when school's going to start back, or within a reasonable amount of time. So there are Particular things. If you have a local service business or any business that caters to a particular time of the year, you need to start thinking about that ahead of time. Like Mike said, you've got a calendar, um, and I don't remember who it was, but we had a guest not too long ago that talked about having a calendar of of uh, things that you wanted to to post at particular times, and th- that's just great advice. Now. We talk to a lot of real estate agents, and a lot of real estate agents listen to us, and we service a lot of real estate agents. Um, So one of the things you might keep in mind there is everybody knows industry-wide when school's out people want to move to a new school district, they've got about three months, two months to shop, close, and move. You can actually use predictive content towards their home buying seasons on the way. Graduation from uh, middle school is at such and such. If you want your children to go to such and such high school, here's opportunity. So, so those kind of things, it does work. Um, concerts that are coming up, you know, Mike's into uh, uh, music, the music scene really big and he knows ahead of time when concerts are coming. Uh, that's another thing that you could do if you're servicing those industries, but what if you're not servicing those types of in- industries, or you're not one of those types of industries that services things? What if you do ramp up around the holidays and you you say Happy Holidays or or whatever? Is it really bad?
1: No, I, I don't think it's bad at all. Um, you know, you you know, we're we're talking about evergreen content. and We want evergreen content, but not everything has to be evergreen content. I think it's ah. absolutely wonderful, especially on social media. To be in the moment, and like your client who starts talking about you know whatever you know the weather is like today or or what have you, that's being in the moment. And as long as that content gets out today, because tomorrow's going to be sunny and today's rainy, or vice versa, um, as long as that content gets out today and gets um, digested uh, by the readers or, or whoever it is, whatever that is, can be on Snapchat. So. There is always that. Um, that's timely and that's perfect. I think that's absolutely mm-hmm. wonderful.
0: Well, I think too that there's a way to be helpful to the community. Uh, you can be a business and have little news things. Like for example, uh, here right now in North Georgia, we have some huge forest fires, uh, and they're you know approaching different areas that are inhabited and things like that. I don't think it's bad if, if you go on and you post a link to the, the fire watch site for people to check and see where the fire is. They had flooding in South Carolina the other night because of that giant moon, Uh, Mm -hmm. kind of important maybe to say that, Hey, you know, uh, Starbucks is going to be open 24 hours. If you need a place to get away while the, uh, while the floods are in your area or whatever, I mean, I don't see a problem with leveraging those, especially in social media. Maybe not on your your hub website, but I almost don't think you should avoid them in social media if you're a community-minded person. Do you, Mike?
1: Not at all. And because, you know, well, now, here you just went and ruined our whole Evergreen segment because you mentioned Uh the supermoon. And, of course, the last time that (laughs) happened was, what,
0: 1953
1: or something something like that. And, and, you know, we're not going to be podcasting. We're going to be, you know, the new technology is going to be something who knows what when it comes back around. (laughs) (laughs) So, there is that. Yep. But, you know what? Absolutely. You do need, if, you know, if you're going to, and, and like you said, it doesn't necessarily have to be on your website. It could be just, you know, like, with Twitter or Facebook update or what have you, that's perfectly fine. If you're part of the community, that's part of being in the moment and the community.
0: Mm -hmm. And I think being community minded goes a long way myself. I've done a lot of things out in the community and, and I don't go out and promote my business, but people find out what I do. And the next thing you know, yeah, I got something going on. We're going to take a short break. And when we get back, we're going to talk about
1: spam Hey, this is Mike Mueller, and in case you didn't know, when I'm not co-hosting the show, I'm busy building websites for small businesses just like yours. But you know what? I do it a little differently than most web developers. First of all, I don't farm anything out. And secondly, I build what you want, not what I think you should have. And I don't just build a website. I don't just throw a template at it and call it a day. I ask you some very specific questions about your business and the goals of the website. And then I build a unique system that fits your needs. And that's something no other web developer does. Check out all forward slash smedge for more details and a special bonus just for you, our listeners. Frustrated with your
0: website? Can't get it to look right or work right? Think it's too expensive to hire a real development company to quickly turn things around? Think again. For as little as $35, Ken Cook will investigate and often correct issues with your website. With over 20 years of web coding experience, he'll quickly identify your challenges and help keep the costs and time to a minimum. Many jobs can be completed the same day, regardless of where your site is hosted, what platform it's developed on, or what framework is used. Contact Ken today at thekencook.com. And instead of working for your website, make it work for you. Just checking my email here, Mike. I want to see what's, uh, huh? (laughs) No, I have no idea what you're talking about. You mentioned when we were talking about evergreen content and and things like that earlier, you you used the word email and it it made my eyes light up. I'm like, you know, I never think much about that. What are you talking about, Mike Mueller?
1: Oh, no. Well, we were talking about it initially pre show. We were talking about, um, you know, just the whole timing of life. And that's this whole evergreen thing and making things timeless. And then the opposite of that, because I always like to, you know, think in opposites, the opposite of that is, well, okay, let's get specific. What about delivering that message? What's the best time to deliver that message? And specifically, uh, via email. So, you know, I work with a lot of my clients, um, newsletters, as far as that goes, e-news or mailing lists or whatever you want to call them. And they go out on a regular basis. And some people have them go out monthly. Some people have them go out daily. You know, I've taken mine and I used to write a whole lot more on my own personal site. And I bombard my mailing list because it went out every time I wrote. And I just lost people that way. And so I actually dropped down to a week. And I think that's working as far as that goes because uh, my people don't necessarily need to be bombarded. But that whole, bombarded, what's yes. the best time? <laughs> ah. And that's what I was doing. I was bombarding them. But the best time and uh, to reach them, and in particular what I'm talking about is if you're, if you're tracking the data and that kind of thing, I'm talking about open rates, like somebody actually sees your email opens your email and reads it. And then also, uh, there's a call to action in pretty much every one of my emails. What's the click-through rate? And it's very hard to track in regular mail, unless you've got some super-duper program or what have you. But in newsletters, pretty much every newsletter that goes out has absolutely wonderful tracking capabilities. You know, the same thing goes over into your Facebook page. Every time you post on your Facebook page, not your profile, your page, you have wonderful tracking capabilities. And you can actually see who, you know, what time and and things like that that people actually saw that on your page, and started engaging with it, and you know, did they click through kind of things. So, do the data because, you know, what I'm going to give you some idea as far as what I think as far as the if you're going to send an email, and this would be like an email campaign, this would be a newsletter going out. I'll give you the best day of the week to send that for most people. But the real answer is there is no right answer because your customers are going to be different. Mm -hmm. And your demographic, you know, like you said, you opened up your email first thing in the morning. That's what most people will do is they'll pop open their phone and first they'll check their email. Then they'll check Facebook and, you know, whatever social media platform they happen to be on. And -hmm. they spend a little bit of time on that. But that doesn't mean sending email first thing in the morning is the best time. And so you really, I'm going to say the right answer is dependent wholly on your particular audience. And you got to do a little bit of A-B testing to find that out, which works best. <laughs> but, yeah, that was a long, long sentence. You want to know what the best day is?
0: Uh, no. Oh, yes, of course I do.
1: <laughs> what is well, And this is, this is not me This is actually This is from a whole bunch of different studies And, and you know you got to think Somebody like MailChimp or a. Weber or, or what have you They send bazillions of emails Every single day for all their clients And they've got access to all the tracking The number one hands down Best day ever Is not on Monday And it's yep. not on Friday And it's not Saturday or Sunday It happens to be Tuesday I guess what happens, which is kind of just like our show, our show goes live Tuesday. uh, I'm going to say, depending on where you are in the the coast, it goes live on on Tuesday in the morning. And that is the best day also to be sending an email. So if you're thinking about just doing it once a week or even once a month, send it on Tuesday.
0: All right. I'm going to do that, but first I have to do something. Okay, Google, how many is a bazillion. (laughs) Uh, She doesn't know, Mike. That must be a lot. Anyway, (laughs) uh, yeah, I always use the example of the tattoo artist. Uh, I have a few friends that are in that business, uh, even have a relative in the business, and they work generally from about maybe 1 or 2 o'clock in the afternoon until sometimes midnight, 1 a.m. That's when they do their thing. And their audience, a lot of times, their audience isn't getting off of work until two or three. Now, tattoos have right. become more popular since I started using this example five or six years ago. But at that time, uh, you know, you got mostly the nightlifers and the people that were out. So a completely different time t- to be alert. And one of the ways I discovered that was by helping one of these tattoo guys on Twitter several years ago. I was tweeting Uh at the normal times and getting nothing. Started tweeting at two or three in the morning, scheduling tweets Mm -hmm. for then, and boom, uh, engagement went up significantly. So on that topic, um, you know a little bit more about Facebook than I do, admittedly. Um, On Twitter, I know there are ways to find exactly when your highest concentration of readers are, your highest concentration of retweets and all those things, what mm-hmm. about on Facebook and for which type of Facebook? Because if you got a Twitter account, you got a Twitter account, but with Facebook, you got different right. things. So take us into the Facebook world, yeah.
1: Mike. Okay, so let's start with. everybody has a profile, then that is who people become friends with. And then uh, beyond that, if you're a small business, and hopefully, your small business is not a profile. We don't want that, of course. But your small business is going to have a um, Facebook page. And you can have multiple pages. It's fine as far as that goes. But you can only have one profile. So, you know, let's say Joe Smith is got a profile and then the business is Acme Widgets, of course. And Acme Widgets has a Facebook page. So, that Facebook page might have, let's say, uh, a thousand people have liked that page. So they don't become friends with it, they like that page. You have what's called insights, and that's the analytics of Facebook. And within those insights, what you can do is you can go in and you can look at each one of your posts. You can look at, you know, all of your, if you do a lot of videos, you can upload videos, and you can look at the demographics of all of that kind of stuff. And you can see just in your Facebook page, you know what? I've got this age group. I've got that, you know, here's a breakdown of the different age groups and here's how many people like my page. But you can also see within that also, you can go to individual posts and you can see who interacted with that post age group wise and Mm. demographic wise. And so, Going back over to your for instance, your tattoo artist, well, your tattoo artist may work you know two o'clock in the morning and typically that was that was a good thing, but maybe his audience is kind of a nine to fiver on on Facebook. Maybe the people who get tattooed aren't necessarily the motorcycle you know heavy kind of looking you know guys, the stereotypical guys. And maybe, mm-hmm. you know, all of a sudden he's he's got this wonderful cute little butterfly that he's been doing. Of course it doesn't go on the Harley guys, it goes on the soccer moms And well, yeah, they're not up can't, at two you can't o'clock in the
0: morning. I've seen Harley guys. <laughs> that's
1: what me. he specializes in now. Yeah,
0: That's right. Uh, go where the money is. But yeah. Uh so I think one of the mistakes I still see on Facebook uh, much more rarely now than I used to. Is people using their profile page as their business page. Uh, there's so mm-hmm. many reasons not to do that. Um, that it's, it's, there's just no reason to do that. <laughs> you need to get a Facebook business page. Because tracking right. metrics, I think, is, is, as I've always said, and Mike's probably can sing the same song I'd say, is show me the data. I want to see... All this stuff that you went to this big seminar where this super duper uh, professional social media uber guru is, and all these wonderful things that they said, show me show me the proof. That's what I want to see. So that's why I like metrics um, so much. And there's yeah. so many different things, tools that you can use. Um, th- some of them cost money, but... Sometimes you got to spend a little bit to to kind of get ahead. One of the things that I like to use is uh, buffer. Have you ever used buffer, Mike?
1: I used to. Um, I did for a little bit, and then and then I kind of got away from it. But um, yeah, so I remember it. We I think we almost tried to have buffer on the show once.
0: We did. Uh, I don't remember what happened, but uh, I have a buffer account that I use for multiple. Uh, social accounts that I manage for other people as well as myself. It gives me the ability to schedule things and I have some of my predictive content scheduled, Mike. I have already have things scheduled in there that if I expired today, you're going to get tweets and Facebook posts from me for about four years. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: But, but I go ahead and I put things in there. I put special greetings to certain people. Um, and the good thing is it gives me insights on what happens on all of those accounts individually. They're not as good as what you would get inside of Facebook because it's, if somebody's interacting with my particular link, uh, or my particular post, then I can tell, uh, there's mm-hmm. a lot of tools out there though, that, that can do that. And I just encourage people to examine those tools, work with the guru they're working with uh, to find the tool that uh, that works best for them. What else have now, we left out on this, this deep topic? Uh, Ice cream. I'm
1: not sure we left anything out.
0: Cherry Garcia.
1: Oh, I love Cherry Garcia. I eat way too much Cherry Garcia.
0: Well, according to my daughter, there is no too much. So I think you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, on the other hand, cannot eat ice cream. I wish I could because I love it, but it does not love me back. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's enough about that topic though. So I, th- I, th- I think we've probably talked enough about the topic uh, to give you some clues in, into what we're talking about. Just to recap, uh, knowing the time of day, knowing the day of week, uh, keeping your content evergreen or not, like we talked about earlier in the show, if you're just now tuning in, go back and listen to it, because there may be times when your content can, you can mention times and seasons and things like that. Uh, But we'd love to hear from you. Uh, Mike, what do you got going on over at areweconnected.com?
1: I'm just writing blog posts and building websites and things like that. And actually, if you want to talk about Un-Evergreen? If you go over to my blog post today, <laughs> you'll find out um, the five things you've been doing wrong on Facebook and why it's been really upsetting me. And it's really an opinion piece, and
0: yeah, <laughs> ah, a rare I'm piece indeed at my engagement from
1: Mike. Right now,
0: and you've had uh, what? How many?
1: How many comments, Mike? Oh, I was. Uh, uh, Probably about 10 or so And 10 comments on the actual Which is really a normal That's not normal in today's world uh, At least for me Having comments on the website So that was Mm -hmm. kind of Okay, that's special, I like that
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do too Comments don't pay the bills But uh, they sure do pump your ego And sometimes that's what you need Just to get you over the hump right. no idea what we'll talk about next week Uh, Not even sure if we'll have a guest uh, holiday season a little bit tough to book guests sometimes, but I'll work on that. And if you have anything that you would like to hear us discuss here on Social Media Edge, you can get Mike over on Twitter at uh, Mike Mueller. You can get him at connected dot com. Yep. You can get me on Twitter at TheKenCook or at TheKenCook dot com. So I think I'll go. Uh, I'll go stand outside in the smoke. I sent you a link with pictures of the smoke. By the way, you'll enjoy those.
1: I'll start coughing now, immediately.
0: Don't do that. It's time to say bye, Mike. Bye, Mike. Thanks for listening to yet another edition of Social Media Edge Radio with your host, Ken Cook, and co-host, Mike Mueller. Stay on top of what's happening by visiting socialmediaedge.com.